expectations rendered by different mundane sounds. But almost all of them do not accept the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna, although they make a good business on the words of Sri Krishna. This spirit is divine because demons do not believe in God, but simply enjoy the property of the Supreme. Since there is a great need of an edition of the Gita in English, as it is received by the Parampara, the sibling succession system, an attempt is made herewith to fulfill this great one. Bhagavad Gita, accepted as it is, is a great boon to humanity. But if it is accepted as a treatise of philosophical speculations, it is simply a waste of time. Thus, in the Bhaktivedanta Swami translation, purport to Bhagavad Gita, as it is chapter 4, text 2. So, Jai Machinatu Gita. Heritage and Srila Prabhupada, Vaishnava heritage. This verse was chosen here by our organizers because obviously the receiving everything in the chain of the super succession handed down from Krishna over 5,000 years ago. And this is obviously a great heritage. Heritage is something from the past that we are preserving. They, usually they have like world heritage sites and it's just some ruins there. Even though nobody knows how they built it, then they make the pyramids as a world heritage, or they make the Machu Picchu in uh, Peru world heritage site. They have so many world heritage sites. Most any of these places, they don't even know how is it they built the pyramids, how did they put sitting on the top of this mountain in Peru with irrigation system, drainage system, and stones cut so that they fit exactly together. At that time they weren't supposed to have the technology to cut. Even today you couldn't hardly cut the stones curve together and fit like that. So so many people are heritages and some unknown things. Ours is a living heritage. It's not something that's been lost to time. Because it's kept alive by the system of Guru Parampara. Otherwise, you don't have the Parampara. Somebody can just start to interpret in their own way. Well, I think what Krishna really means by this. And then they give their own idea. But like this, you got, I think Prabhupada said once, he must have made a study, that there's over 400 editions of Bhagavad Gita in English. I never counted, but that's what I remember to say. So, so many kinds of Bhagavad Gita's and there are different people putting their different spin on Krishna doesn't really mean this, he means this, but Krishna doesn't really mean what he says, he really means what I speculate. 
result that normally really knows why does Krishna meaning becomes obscured by their own speculation. That's why Sri Prabhupada in his humility and his uh, desire to give people the wealth of Vaishnava culture, the teachings of Krishna. Therefore, he translated and gave a purport to Bhagavad Gita trying to support what the direct instruction of Krishna is, as it is. The Krishna says that you are all my parts and parcel. That's what he means. So, how is that possible? Explain all the things of the Bhagavad Gita are following that line. What Krishna said is perfect. Simply we have to understand it properly so that the direct understanding. Mayavadis, their tradition is always to speculate at your own interpretation. Doesn't matter how much you speculate, as long as the conclusion is that everything is one and we're all God. Somehow or another, if it, you can squeeze out some meaning from some Vedic literature that supports that, then that's accepted in light of my life. Strictly, Shankar Acharya, he was more faithful to the original Shastra. But subsequently, his followers now become very loose about that. Any vague reference to the scripture is good enough. It's important is that you all find accept the conclusion of your personalism. In the Vedic tradition, everything that we present, everything we say, it has to be backed up by pramana. Pramana means evidence, proof. In the court of law, then they consider evidence to be eyewitnesses. And they consider evidence to be forensic uh, evidence, or forensic uh, data. And the Vedas, evidence is the, the words of Krishna given in the Vedas, the Shastra. Then the words of the Guru coming in the Parampara. And then also the words and the examples. Even more important than words is examples by great saintly devotees. So sadhu means like the life of Prahlad, Bhuva, Pandavas, Hanuman, so many great devotees, how they act in certain situations. They're so perfect that if they did it, it must be right. That's the idea. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So we follow the examples of great Samuel devotees. If everybody applies the teachings in a particular way, then it will be very pretentious to just think, well, we should do it some other way. Srila Prabhupada. He always uh, promoting so, uh, this idea of Guru Parampara or the sibling succession. 
that from the Guru, the disciples will learn the teachings, they will in turn teach their disciples. And this way it will be handed down. Last night somebody asked me, isn't it good enough just to have the scriptures? So Krishna helps us in different ways. He helps us from within as super soul. He helps us from without as the sadhus, sastra, and the scripture, uh, and the guru. Because sometimes someone may read in the scripture or something, but not really understand it. That's where the spiritual master is there too, someone who has realized it. So what we have to do in order to keep the heritage alive is to realize it. We have to practice it. It's just like, sometimes they say that well, Sanskrit is almost a dead language. Some people still speak it in some places. But like Latin, they say dead language, why is it that nobody speaks it anymore? Just a few scholars learn it for academic purposes. So if nobody practiced Krishna consciousness, there would be a, like a dead culture. So we have to practice it as it is. Some people, they divert, it becomes an alienated culture. It's no, it's no longer true to the original. Just like, sometimes uh, in a school they do the experiment where you just memorize something. And you, you, you tell one thing to one friend at one end of the room, and they like, say there's a phrase. We say that phrase in the beginning, pass it around the room. By the time it gets to the end, then they say, what's the phrase? And it's changed. Because nobody can remember exactly the words the same way, or somewhere along the line someone changes it. So we don't just learn. Our culture is not just to learn it academically, just like memorization. Memorization plays a part, slogans, some things certain degree of memorization, but it's not just by rote. It's not just that we memorize everything and like parrots, we repeat it. Because that way, anyway, someone's going to forget a few words. Things are going to start to change. So instead what happens is that we realize it. We have to understand the philosophy so thoroughly that we can present it in our own words. So it doesn't matter whether the words are slightly different, if the meaning is the same. Language changes, people's habits changes, culture, time, place, circumstance. So that if someone, maybe to present, just like if you want to present to some young people, you may have to present it in a particular way. You want to present it to your professor, you have to present it another way. You want to present it to a five-year-old child, another way. Everyone has a different vocabulary, different way. Some heritage is that you learn by realization this philosophy. So you can present it to anybody. So that's what the Parampara system is for, is that in order to be the next link in the Parampara, to be a guru, Someone should have learned it very thoroughly from his spiritual master and should be practicing it in the daily life. 
So then when you realize you applied it in your life, you got some realizations from that, these are confirmed by the spiritual master and the previous acharyas, and then in turn you're teaching to others. So there's so many aspects of our Krishna conscious heritage. There's the philosophy, which is universal for everyone. And there are other aspects of the heritage, like our culture, Vaishnava behavior, the dealings between Vaishnava devotees. There's something that some people in the West like to minimize. It's not so important. But for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he said it was very important. Because if someone doesn't know how to behave properly with other Vaishnavas, then they won't achieve love for Krishna. Some people may be very expert in the philosophy, but they're very poor in the dealings. Someone may be very good at preaching, but they're not good at the behavior. So, achar, prachar, these are different buzzwords given in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teaching. So, achar, the practice, vyavahar, the behavior, prachar, the preaching, all these things are important factors. So one of the aspects is that we deal with the Vaishnavas in a very respectful way. And this insulates us from Vaishnava Aparat. Familiarity breeds contempt. You know, usually you get close to people, you start to pick out little defects. And then after a while you think, well, this person is nothing special. So then you become very negligent or neglectful of that person or find all of them directly or abusive or offensive. But if we don't pick out the little defects, rather we try to find out what are the good qualities. Everybody, you could find a fault. That's not a big deal. But what's the good thing? What makes this person outstanding? So part of our culture is that we try to find out the good in others. What is it we can learn from this person? What's the good quality they have? Says the Lord Shiva, he's known as a, a personality who sees even good in someone where nobody else can find anything good. Example was given how a hunter tied a deer from a tree over, just by accident happened to be over a Shiva Linga, the hunter didn't even know it. It was a Shiva Linga there. And the blood was dripping from the deer on the Shiva Linga. So the Lord Shiva was getting cooled out, it was a hot day, he likes to have water poured on his head. So he wasn't differentiating that this was blood and not water, it was not liquid, it was cooling him down. So when the hunter came back, Shiva came and said, I want to give you a blessing. You can have whatever you want, you're such a kind devotee. You cooled me down with this nice cooling liquid. Hunter was shocked, you know, I, mean, I didn't do anything, it was an accident, I'm sorry, no, you, whatever it is, you, so he could see a good quality, 
even in something very insignificant or accidental. Asutosh. So we see the good in others, that's, that's a part of our culture. Finding out. Anuta Prabhu, he's our communication minister, he did a practice, he told us in his communications uh, seminars, he has one practice where he has everybody in the room go to somebody else and tell them something good about them. I don't know if you've ever done that amongst the Pandavasenas. Maybe you can do it. You can just turn to the person next to and then that person say back to you something that you like about that person. You may see some things you don't like, don't say that. Just say what you like. I like you because you're always enthusiastic and I want to appreciate, I want to thank you because you know, you're such a great devotee. Not something, don't say false, don't feel flattery. Just say something that you really mean. Something to appreciate the other person. You got two minutes to do this. And the market said go. Find some image for your interest so you don't have to look too hard. Krishna's interest, then they are like spiritual patriots. 
that someone spiritually respected by everyone. As part of our culture, Lord Chaitanya would praise devotees who did some wonderful service. And someone who wasn't working out to their capacity, and Guru, he has the, he's like one of the few people that has the thankless task of finding fault. Some kinds of preachers that are going in to protect this car or protect the Sampradaya from deviation, they have to also find their fault. But in the Vaishnavas, it's generally we're trying to find the good. So there's another aspect of our heritage, which Prabhupada especially preserved, is preaching. There's some groups uh, who claim to be Gaudiya Vaishnavas who are against preaching. They think that preaching is like a neophyte, preaching isn't the highest thing we should. But what Chaitanya's followers, they're all engaged in preaching. What is the use of our going back to Godhead, our developing love for Godhead, and the rest of the world just sinks into the mire of uh, materialism. This is very selfish. So part of the heritage of uh, is called or Krishna or Vaishnava culture is called Goshtiyadi. Some people were very humble, so they didn't seem to preach, but they wanted to see everybody be Krishna conscious. So in their heart, their actually goes to Anandas. Just like some people say that Gaurakishwara Das Babaji, he only had two disciples, so he was not a mostly Anandi, it's not true. He was a ghost Anandi, he wanted to see that preaching, that's why he had such a disciple like Srivakti Siddhartha Sarasri Kapur. Because people were interested and he was feeling himself illiterate and incapable of being able to really propagate. Therefore he went into seclusion. But otherwise his intention was everybody should chant was his key desire. So that's why uh, in our heritage we want to help others to be Krishna conscious also. Like Radharani came down as who in the Panchatantra? Gadadhar. And so as Gadadhar, you know that he also went out and did the preaching. He went village to village with one of his disciples, his, uh, his nephew, Nandanacharya. They were visiting different villages. So he went to this one village not too far from Katwan. And he preached to the people that gave a class. And to the class, everybody stood up and said, We 100% accept everything you say. We all surrender to you. You guide us what we should do. 
Can you imagine? I mean, that usually doesn't happen, right? I mean, usually people are vibrating and they're like asking all the questions. Can you imagine giving a class and everybody accepts? They all want to follow. Now, can you walk away from those people? Well, you know no answer. You accept that I can't take responsibility for you because too much of a hassle. The problem is like other things to do. And you accept, you know, it's good enough. No, it's not responsible. If somebody is surrenders, then we have to also guide them, make arrangements for them. So that's what Gananda Prabhu then said, well, these people surrendered to all the disciples, now you have to stay here. You have to train them. The disciple didn't want anyone to remain as a personal traveling secretary of his uh, guru, a sanitarian service, right? To be able to travel with the spiritual master, get an association. Suddenly the guru says, no, get a I need you to stay here. This happened, Prabhupada sent the Tamabhishta Maharaj to China, sent uh, Santa Hiranandam Maharaj to South America, sent Viva uh, India, sent different people to different places, because he needed their preaching to go on. So, some people he sent somewhere, some people thought to stay somewhere, this is part of the tradition. But then the disciples said, well, how can I live without you? can't think that I can live without your association. So the Gananda was always wore around his neck a deity of Radha Krishna. Called Kyo Krishna. So he said, okay, this deity is not different from me. I'm giving you my personal deity that's always worn around my neck. I want to hold my heart. Like the Shali Brahma. Completely in the form of Radha and Krishna dancing together with Lalita and the Sun. He gave us deity. So I gotta teach, what am I gonna teach him? I don't have any scripture. So then he had a Bhagavad Gita which was personally written by himself and which Lord Chaitanya wrote a verse on the front page. This was like his most cherished thing. Who would get an honor getting on your personal book written by signed or written up by Lord Chaitanya? Who would give that away, right? So like I'm giving you my personal Bhagavad Gita signed by Lord Chaitanya, written up by him. Because I want to see these people Krishna conscious. So they established such a program. It's a totally grihasta community. Something may be relevant for, for many of our communities now, like Amnesty's Prehastic community. There, they had the deities and the main altar, and in every house they had a little altar where the central of the altar is empty. And the main deity, by procession, on rotation, there's a schedule for the year, comes out and takes lunch one of the houses in the neighborhood. And after lunch goes back in the main temple and takes rest in his home. So that day when his deities turn to come home, the husband takes leave from work, but everybody's in the kitchen cooking for the deity. It's a big thing. Deity's coming to the house. 
Krishna's coming. That culture, after, even after 500 years, is still maintained. It's very interesting. So like this, there's a whole culture of deity worship. A heritage in every place, the deities have their own pastime. So each deity is Krishna. Same Krishna, but he has different lilas. So there's called lila vaichitra, or variegated pastimes of the deities. Srila Prabhupada established some heritages, and it's like he did a Prikram and Mayapur, or he did different festivals in different ways, Ratyatras and Trafalgar Square. All the things connected with deity worship becomes another tradition. There are many traditions yet to be made in different places where we have newer temples, we haven't really established all the types of things we can do for those deities. Just like in Tanihati, they have a Chiradahi festival. And at that festival, they have a Prabhupada Lila Smaran where they remember what Prabhupada did when he came to Atlanta. It's a beautiful thing. I think every temple where Prabhupada visited should have such a day. Maybe on the anniversary of his coming or some special festival where the devotees who were there when Prabhupada came are invited to come and speak about what happened when Prabhupada visited. They Prabhupada visited London so many times. Have you ever had such a Lila Swaran where you actually remember what are the things the Prabhupada did, what are they saying? Because you're not going to get that anymore. After 50 years, those people won't be around anymore. Even now, some of them may not be available. Get it all taped, get it recorded, get it written. Like Rita Prabhu did for South Africa, he made a, a book, biography of South African visits. That type of historical record of what Rama did and said in a particular place, and remembering that. That the future generations will also be able to remember. Because now part of our Vaishnava cultural heritage is that wherever a pure devotee has visited, wherever he has preached, wherever he's given lecture, it's called the Sripat. You might hear like Sripat Bhagavan Gola, Sripat Haridas Pur. Dhams are where the Lord appears. I am for But the Sripad is where some pure devotee has preached and said or, or appeared. And so within a three mile radius of the Sripad, everything is purified. It's like a miniature Dham, it's like a consulate general compared to them. The Dham is like an embassy of the spiritual world, something like that. Another thing Prabhupada, part of the culture, is that he wanted to preserve everything Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur gave. It's like Bhagavad Gita as it is, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur purpose fulfilled as it is. So Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur said we should have, after he leaves, he didn't appoint one Acharya. Like default, all the disciples were given the order to be, given the right to be disciples to be gurus, I'm sorry, and take disciples. But he said that he wanted a governing body 
rather than one head of the institution. It should be a governing body that uh, decides in how, which direction the institution should go, preserves the integrity and so on. So like this, the Prabhupada also established a governing body commission, GBC. So the Prabhupada was asked what he wanted to happen in the future for his disciples. For new disciples to be initiated, he said he wanted his disciples to be gurus, regular gurus, and that their disciples would be his grand disciples, disciples of his disciples. And throughout his books and teachings, he always said how he wanted this the law of the disciplic succession was that in the presence of the guru, the disciple brings the, the aspiring devotees before the guru to be initiated. But when the guru is no longer there, then the disciple in turn can initiate. So this time we respect this right that every disciple has an inherent right to future become guru. Simply they have to be qualified. So that's one of the reasons we everyone to become qualified so in the future they can continue to be parampara, just like the family generations continue by having children. Well, the disciplic succession can only continue if you have new disciples. So that's one of the duties of a disciple to become qualified enough in the future. When their spiritual master is not there, or case spiritual master thinks that some disciples super qualified shouldn't wait until he leaves. He may also give some special order. Sometimes that has happened very rarely. And this uh, we need to expand the discipline succession. Continue it. So this is the Prabhupada his stands out a little different than he had some different uh, differences with the Gaudiya Bhats in the sense that he doesn't agree with all the ways they apply Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasvati teachings. He feels they didn't apply them at all. Just like in most of the Gaudiya Bhats they have Acharya system, one Acharya. But Bhakti Siddhanta Saritaka made governing body commission. So Prabhupada wanted to, after him he established that there wouldn't be one Acharya to be governing body. Just like Shri Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakura. Actually, after Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakura, the governing body functioned for about eight years. But one of the members admitted to us later, one of Prabhupada's godbrothers, that he didn't think it was very dynamic, this committee meetings. He thought it was more dynamic under Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. I mean, that would always be the would think it's more dynamic under the previous Acharya. But then he proposed we just name one person as the head. This committee meetings are too boring, too not dynamic enough. So then they probably said this was a big mistake because they deviated from the order of the Guru. Whether you like the meetings or don't, if the Guru said, I want you to manage by committee, that's how you do it. 
they didn't follow. And then they appointed one person to be the Acharya. Later that Acharya, so-called Acharya, he fell down and left his sannyas and left his Acharyaship. So then the whole thing, the whole mission was splintered in pieces. When you have a committee, even if one person has a problem, the majority of the people are all right. They can keep the line, keep it going in track. Because in that one Kali Yuga, there's people get, somehow one person can get disliked. And having a group of people, Prabhupada instructed that you have faith that the majority of people would go out. One person could be susceptible to misunderstandings. So this, all these things are part of a discard narratives, which are a little unique, maybe, from others. This principle was taught by Bhakti Thakur, his Namhata Bhutan. He established the Panchayat, which was 11 men governing council. He said whatever they decide should be accepted as the will of Nityananda. That tradition is, uh, is already there. It's part of our tradition is dramas, art, music, paintings, culture. Obama said in the West, it would conquer the people's hearts by culture. So, this is an area where the Pandava Sikhans they consider a cultural presentation. They could reach out to the other youth in the UK. The leaders of the country want people to be culturally integrated. So culture is an opportunity to present things to others that people appreciate. Aspects of Indian culture which are being preserved in the West. It adds some color, life, meaning, and purpose to everyone's existence. So that's what Shri Prabhupada wanted. He said it's like Lakshmi and Saraswati. Sometimes India is compared to Saraswati. In the West, to Lakshmi. You need Lakshmi. Money is needed. But you also need culture, art, music. So you put the two together, you have a perfect combination. So you wanted to bring the culture to the West, the spiritual culture. So that's our purpose and our heritage. And we want to add something. We want to, when we leave this world, we want to take as many people back with us. All these aspects. I want to thank all of you for coming here, giving me this chance to share these things with you. And somehow Srila Prabhupada cared so much about people. <laughs> How much he wanted to see people of Krishna consciousness so that would be freed from the repetition of birth and death, freed from the suffering of the material world. He could appreciate how much he really cared about people. So Prabhupada ki. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Any questions? Comments?
being on festivals, dramas, these are things that can give a message to people in a very painless way. Sitting down for a class that takes some dedication. We wanted one of us really here was these guys watching the drama, that's painless. That's fun. Those who have a taste classes are fun too, but even if people don't have much of a taste, theater, they can enjoy it. So that's a way to present Krishna to people that are not otherwise maybe so patient to sit through a whole entire one hour class. It makes people start to think. But if you know that people will preach using drama, many acharyas actually in our history that you preach using drama. Even apart from the actors, you need to use musical backgrounds, stage management, costumes. You can do one of those things. Makeup. So many other aspects of there to the drama. Receiving the people when they come in the theater, sitting in the drama, reception, refreshments. Any other questions?
be responsible for this. It's like, you know, why don't you just be submissive? Or some of these might, these women is telling them to do it, you better go along with it. Let's not be very responsible. Fred really cares that other persons welcome and friends welcome. Not just to please their feelings at the moment, but actually what's good for them. So you see somebody's got an idea which is judgmental negative and they're going to be harmful. Be honest about that. Maybe sometimes they don't like it, they just want like, yes, maybe. So they're always saying, <laughs> that's not really that good mission. Dora was a real friend, and he would go, he told Dhritarashtra, you shouldn't blindly give your children whatever they want, you're ruining them. He was a real friend, and it ended quite badly. Because of being a real friend, the children were envious of him, because they wanted whatever they wanted. So they criticized Dhritarashtra, called him all kinds of bad names, and Later on, he came back, finally, he saved his uh, brother by pitching a door. Telling him, you know, pitching to him, such a way to do the door. So, real friend wants to see if the friend get out of the cycle of birth and death. That's all that they want. And then, many other little factors part of it, but ultimately, you don't want to see somebody have to die. Again and again and again. They don't want to say them all again. Even birth, you have a chance. Sometimes 
times and how we talk to people. We, we're too, you know, so I think over the years now we started to learn that, you know, to accept people as they are, but, you know, in a certain limit, I mean, if they start acting very detrimental to the peace in the temple, you can talk to them. I'm not saying that either, you know, I'm just saying as a service, rules have to find fault. As for other people, you don't want to look at the good in us as generally, but obviously some people think that's weird. Deal with it such a way, don't burn the bridges for the person who comes to the Shabbat. Sandeep, tell me when you want me to stop the questions. Can stop here? Okay. Thank you, Thank you very much. Have a nice retreat. It's a good association from Bhaktivedi Purnamaraj, Bhaktivedi Purnamaraj. Can be happy. Only with you for another 40 minutes. If anybody has any questions or anything, I'll be done. It's motivated to have time around. Yeah. This is Lithuania. Thank you for watching our videos. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. We publish new videos every day. And don't forget to like and share our channel.